Welcome, my doers, dreamers, and creators. You're listening to My Work in Progress, the podcast. This podcast is dedicated to honoring, inspiring, and celebrating being a work in progress. My name is Heidi Vega, and on today's episode, we're going to get to know your excuses. I think this is a really great episode if you find yourself kind of stuck in the same kind of habits and it's getting it's hard for you to maybe get out of the bed in the morning or you're finding trouble um getting things done that normally you would or or that you want to get done um, and kind of moving pushing past those excuses so let's jump into this episode All right, <clears throat> get to know your excuses. I want to say before we really get into the juicy part of this episode that excuses get a really bad rep, right? We're often, when we think of excuses, it's not like in the positive light. Excuses are almost seen as inherently bad. And I think that's unfair. I think that there are excuses that are more of um, almost the tip of an iceberg and kind of could be a symptom of something much larger or a thought pattern that's much more extensive than just the excuse. Um, So I think getting to know your excuses can end up being very much um, a, a door to what your mind what yourself seems to deem as the roadblocks in your life and I think that we have to unpack that in order to get past them because otherwise when we just push them away or suppress them they still can manage to come back up and convince us to do something or not do something most of the time right so I think that excuses have a valid place and I think that there's a reason excuses come up is because they have some truth to them sometimes that they're not completely unvalid. Um, Sometimes, obviously, there's some that are just like complete bullshit, but there's some that do have some validity to them, have some truth to them. And I think it's important to get to those and and try to um, understand and unpack and dismantle any circular reasoning or illogical you know reasoning um my voice is kind of weird today so I apologize for that and I'm also going to apologize in advance because there's a very likely chance oh there it comes I was gonna apologize in advance for yawning and then I yawned in the middle of that apology (laughs) I'm I don't know what's going on my body says it's tired I feel like I'm I got enough sleep, but somewhere, somehow, I cannot stop, like, yawning every little bit. So, I'm going to apologize in advance. I I was going to wait till it would go away, but it hasn't gone away. So, I don't know. Anyways, um, so, yeah, I got that out of the way. Now, let's get into how you would get to know your excuses, kind of what that looks like. So, habitual thought habitual excuses um are often the hardest to catch in the moment and those are the ones that tend to have the biggest impact because we we say them to ourselves and we listen to them 
almost instantly and do not actually recognize that there's an excuse coming up and an acceptance of that excuse all in the matter of seconds. So what we need to get used to doing is really writing them down um, or if you don't want to write them down or you've never journaled before, but y'all know me, I am a, your girl over here is a big fan of self-reflection and journaling, 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 journaling. <laughs> I am a big fan and, and it's because there's, it's, it's so beneficial in so many ways to so many aspects of your life to kind of become very understanding and aware and it it really provides um, a good amount of introspection but if you can't write them down at least having moments where you can identify them and kind of talk yourself through them is is really important so it's very similar to an exercise I did before on one of the episodes about anxiety and how important it is to write down your anxieties. This is similar. So you would write down those excuses and um, in what circumstance did they come up, how often they come up, you know, and then trying to unpack that that excuse. Um, I think self-reflection is very good to do in a private setting when your mind's right and I think the the problem is people think that you know oh well I'll do it later and you kind of push it off or you never end up getting around to doing enough self-reflection and you think that well if I don't do like that you can kind of schedule it so you would schedule it for like okay I'll do that later I'll do later you keep pushing it off and then you find yourself in social settings where you know, introspection and self-awareness is not necessarily conducive to the moment and you're doing it at those moments. And instead of being present in the moment around other people, around family, around friends, around coworkers, you find yourself all stuck in your own thoughts and your own head because you haven't taken those times when you are alone, when, you know, before you go to sleep or whenever, when you wake up to have those moments of introspection and self-awareness. And I think that's where people really find themselves having anxiety around um, other people or not very good at social interactions because they're in their own head so much that they can't stop and actually realize that, you know, the purpose of social settings, regardless of what our individualistic culture right now <laughs> thinks is really about it's less about you and it's more about community and listening and stepping into each other's shoes for the moment you know um so I'm going to explore that a little bit more later in this episode so let's get on to the common excuses and I would say that these are the most common um and there's variations of them but they're like they're the reasoning is is similar um, as far as these excuses go. So the most common is um, I'm waiting for the right time. And time itself can take on many forms, right? Money, resources, etc. Um, I'm too young or too old. So that one's very common too. Or I'm too, you know, um, I'm too old or I'm too this, you know, something that you don't have anything, any control over, basically. Um, I don't know where or how to start. So you are not 
maybe or it's I don't have a degree or I don't have um, the skills, you know, that can take on many forms too. And that's a very common one, right? I don't have the education, the knowledge, the experience. I'm not basically I'm not good enough, which is another one, right? That that falls into that same category of I'm believing that you're not good enough and that being an excuse. Um, and then the last one is I can't afford to fail. So that one kind of, you know, I'm waiting for the right time is something that is saying like I'm waiting for this to come before I go forward with it and I can't afford to fail. It's really like more so it I think it's rooted in fearing that it won't work out and what that could mean if it doesn't work out, you know, the time spent and the money spent, it won't and it, and it doesn't work out. That's scary. So Moving past the excuses um, is really knowing that they are flawed or excuses will not move the ball forward. So it's understanding that either the excuses are flawed or they the excuses aren't going to, um, it's not going to allow you to move forward. And that's that's the first thing you have to understand about whatever excuse it is that you're telling yourself. And it may even give way to a new excuse if you can habitually use these excuses. And then, and the funny thing is, there's no need to get upset with yourself about making excuses or that the fact that you, your brain naturally or habitually makes excuses. There's no need to get mad at yourself. Now, that just gives way for a new excuse, right? <laughs> of saying like, well, well, I have too many excuses. I can't stop excusing myself. Like, there's no need to get upset with it. Excuses are a very natural part of life, unfortunately, as a human being. And we have this great capability of creating, you know, logic out of illogical thoughts I guess and and believe them and go forward with them so there's no need to get upset with yourself um it's just about moving past them and knowing that they uh, are flawed or that they will not allow you to move forward if you do not try to unpack them so moving forward um, so the follow through towards action is vital. Once you start to recognize what your excuses are, then it's great. But then that means we have to do something about it, right? So this episode is not just about getting to know the excuses, but the follow up to that. What happens afterwards, right? Because um, like Tony Robbins, I okay, do not hate me but I do love myself some Tony Robbins like I'm not a big I'm not a big fan of like the those gurus that like go on in front of tons of audience and like give this speech and try to make people feel good and like I I, I okay it's not that I'm not a big fan it's just that sometimes it seems a little gimmicky so I think for someone who's never been to one or really seen one even people who have, you know, it can seem very gimmicky, but there's there's like definitely power to that. And I think it does change people's life, even if it's only temporarily. Um, so as Tony Robbins once said, knowledge is power or no, sorry, <laughs> knowledge is not power. Knowledge is potential power. Action 
is power. And I would say that this quote would have been even better if it said uh, action is backed by action backed by knowledge is power. Um, So ironically enough, uh, excuses themselves are somewhat of a self-destructive habit that has provided and while in play provides for you a short-term satisfaction from that which is bringing you some inner turmoil. So oftentimes we bring up an excuse, an excuse arises because there's a slight um, uh, conflict within yourself of whether or not to do or not do something often enough. Um, With that in mind, we can typically allow our curiosity and empathy to unravel the reasoning behind the excuse. Some excuses will easily come apart and um at and and at that uh when faced with further inquiry they, they they come apart very quickly you know they start to unravel and it's not much that we have to do in order to kind of dismantle that excuse because just the fact that we noticed it was enough. Um, but to be honest, the excuses that you probably use most habitually and have become kind of second nature to you often have a strong hold on what you will or will not do. And it, it's the kind that doesn't come apart that easily. It, it's the kind that just because you realize an excuse doesn't stop it from having some effect on you. And this is where empathy and patience come into play. And, you know, patience is just one of those words that I think a lot of us (laughs) are impatient about patience because we don't like to wait nowadays. So I understand patience. Yay. Our favorite word. Yes, it's going to take some patience. So some excuses, uh, the really good and convincing ones, I guess, are layered with theories, reasons, and sometimes even more excuses veiled as evidence. And there is a high chance that there is some truth, obviously, mixed into these types of excuses, which that needs to be acknowledged, right? Um, And this is a conversation that you can have with yourself where you really take a look at this excuse and try to separate the truth from the implied or from the reasons and theories that don't don't, aren't necessarily true in themselves um so we gotta be able to separate those from each other and see why there's this idea that there's a cause and effect um And this is also a conversation that you could have with a trusted friend or a partner. Um, You'll most likely have to explain to them everything that I have just explained to you so that you guys are on the same page. But the point here is it's, it's not to dismantle the excuses as being just illogical or, excuse my French, but bullshit, you know, unless it's just really that. And if so, it would have come apart like bread to water um the point is to find where the truths and falsehoods are really hiding and um so again it'll be helpful to write these down because if you write them down then you can really see them on paper and see where 
you know, where the excuse is really going. Uh, As you go through these excuses, you may find that most will have uh, faulty causes and um, effect, the cause and effect dynamic, uh, which is, it has to be questioned, right? The faulty cause and effect has to be questioned. And the goal at the end is to take apart the connections that have made that have been made between falsehoods and truths and the excuses that they really seem to create. Um, All excuses will need repetitive pushback on your part. No need to be cruel with yourself, of course. You don't need to push back an excuse by saying, hey, bitch, stop making excuses (laughs) necessarily, right? If If that works for you, if that works for you then it works for you right everyone's a little bit different but I don't recommend necessarily negative self-talk as a great pushback to excuses I think the best is to just recognize like hey like be real with yourself hey you're making an excuse what's up this excuse we already know that that's not true so let's not go there you know and and talk to yourself as you would your friend who you know is making excuses you don't want to tell your friend you know, you suck, you keep making excuses, you're not worthy, maybe you should just stay with your excuses and never grow, you know, like, the worst things in the world, you you wouldn't tell that to your friends, so don't tell it to yourself, be honest, but be, you know, give yourself a little bit of tough love, if that's what you need, or just give yourself love, love, that's good too, and, you know, you have to have that pushback against those repetitive excuses that have continuously come up in your life um it really did take time to cultivate these excuses to become so habitual so you need you need know that you know these excuses are going to take time to dismantle um and these are cases when excuses are valid enough that they hold up to some reason and logic but remain excuses because you don't do something about it right uh, which is likely because you are using another excuse excuse to hold it in place. There's oftentimes we'll um, bridge one excuse to another so that if that excuse fails, there's another one wait, waiting in the wings to to stop you or, or to protect you um, from doing or not doing something that is kind of questionable in your head. Um, you know, and, and often there's there's a certain amount of fear that is um lurking within all of this a certain feel of, as we went through the excuses they're pretty obvious the pretty obvious excuses um there's fear in them right they're waiting for the right time too young I'm too old the scared to fail feeling like you're not enough you don't have enough um it's not coming from a, a very positive place right? Uh, Understandably. So I really hope that you guys go through this and try to really start to unravel some of your excuses and get to know the excuse first, right? First, you have to allow yourself to get to know your excuses, which means not pushing them necessarily away as soon as you realize they're an excuse, but listening and saying, what logic is there in there? What truth is there in there if none then none cool push it away and say hey you you don't that's not true you're bullshit um but if there is try to unpack that and the thing also about it is i've dealt with some excuses in my life that have been uh 
that there was so much truth in them that um, I couldn't get past it until I realized that if it is true, if there, if that it really is an excuse, if if so, then what can I do about it? So then what? So how do I get rid of it? How do I get rid of it so that this is no longer an excuse for me to not do something? And that will require some actual action. It will require some tough moments of of something that has to be done in order to get past that. And that really is less of an excuse and more of a roadblock. But until you see it as such, and until you are unpacking these excuses, you won't ever get to that point. So you really have to take some time to do this and allow yourself time to get to know how your excuses work. There's there was times where my excuses worked in a very funny way way that I I didn't realize until I started really paying attention and they had the tendency to say some just ridiculous illogical stuff and when I would be like no that's ridiculous my mind would quickly create another one another excuse that was a little bit better a little bit made more sense and I would look at it and I'm like you look kind of like you make sense but then I'd be like no that doesn't make sense because that's just assuming that if I do that then the the only outcome could be this and then it'd be like oh fuck and it's like back to the drawing board my mind goes to make up another excuse and you kind of sometimes you have to go through layers of that Um, especially if it's something that your brain is really like no maybe we shouldn't do this we might get hurt we might we might be in pain if we try to do something new so um yeah it's, it's funny how the brain works but it's it's amazing to be on that side of like having that dual conversation it's almost like two people um trying to battle it out or not battle it out but have this conversation of like excuse and like reason (laughs) and it's it's a good time uh once you allow the uh, welcome that type of interaction right with yourself so yeah I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. I had a, a, a good time recording it. I will not lie. I left the window open throughout this entire episode. And there have been birds singing their songs and planes flying over and <laughs> a bunch of commotion, it almost seems like, outside. So that was a little bit of background music for today. Um, I hope, again, that you guys enjoyed today's episode. If you did, don't forget to leave me a review on Apple Podcasts or Google Play or wherever you can review this podcast. I, I encourage you to do so. And if you haven't already, follow the podcast, subscribe to the podcast so that you know any, every time there's a new episode out, you get a notification. Um, and that's about it. So thanks again so much for listening. If you uh, want to learn a little bit more about me or about the podcast, I suggest you go to the website www.myworkinprogress.net or you can find me on Instagram at it's me Heidi V. Um, I don't post too much about, uh, about the podcast, but I do kind of explore other things, my art and my personal life. And if you guys want to DM me, that's the place to do it because that's where I'll be looking. (laughs) And uh, 
I've already had a few conversations with you guys on there already. So yeah, I really do welcome like those kind of conversations. So yeah, well, don't forget to be unapologetically a work in progress.